At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the show or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast. And with this podcast, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to talk about overall wellness and vegan entrepreneurship because this is truly a lifestyle. It's so much more than food. And so I love to bring all those topics onto the show. So yes, I hope all is going well in your world. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have another great episode for you today. My good friend Shauna is back. Shauna Renee, you guys may know her as Black Vegan too. She's been on a previous two, actually two previous episodes of the show. She was on episode 102 and episode 93. And Shauna and I talk like every day. She is one of my really good friends. And you guys love when she comes on. So we're just gonna come on and just chop it up about business and imposter syndrome and knowing when it's okay to shift in your business, when it's okay to make some changes because things aren't working and to actually lean into the purpose, the type of work that you really want to do and the impact that you really want to make. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. If you don't know, Shauna is a vegan influencer coach. She helps folks monetize their brands, including myself. She's helped me so much, guys. Oh, my gosh. One of these days, Shauna has to come back on the show and we're going to like really dive behind the scenes on what the type of work that we do together. We're also going to chat about negotiating brand deals, getting your worth when you're working with brands, you know, overcoming some of those mindset issues. I know for A lot of vegans, when companies send you products, free products, we're so excited to get that, especially if you're a vegan influencer, but how to try to pivot that into some paid opportunities, because we know that it's so much work to put posts together, to put podcasts together, to put YouTube videos together. So if you can be compensated for your time, it's always a good thing. So we're going to talk about the mindset issues around money. And then we're going to dive a little bit into Instagram too. Shauna loves to share tips on Instagram because she is so into tech and numbers and analytics and all of that good stuff. So we're going to talk about some of the algorithm changes with Instagram. We're going to talk about tips on how to do Instagram reels. And we're even going to talk about some platforms you should consider outside of Instagram to grow your business. Make sure you follow Shauna on Instagram. She is at shaunarenee.co. And I'm so, so excited to tell you guys that on Friday, this Friday that's coming up, Shauna is finally going to release her Vegan of Influence program. And I say finally, because this is something she's been working on forever. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this like every day. She's releasing this one-on-one coaching program to help vegan influencers get paid for their influence, to help you land brand deals, help you to negotiate brand deals and get that out there so that you can make a bigger impact. So I'm so excited about this program. Make sure that you go to vegansofinfluence.com to sign up. And of course, follow her on Instagram for updates and tips and all of that good stuff. And as always, thank you so much, guys, for supporting the show. Let's go ahead and get right into the conversation with my girl, Shauna. So how have you been doing? Like, I know how you've been doing, but tell the people how you've been doing, especially the people who want us to do more podcasts like this, where we just kind of talk. How you been doing? Girl. Okay. So first of all, this is, first of all, 2020 has just been an absolute horrendous mess. It's been a mess, but it's also been great for opportunity. I will say that. I have just been struggling to find my purpose. You know what I mean? Like, what is it that I'm supposed to do? I felt like I was putting a lot of time and energy into things, like just things and not really knowing if that was the thing I was supposed to be putting all my time and energy into. So, you know, I got my black vegan page. It's, you know, I'm in this vegan niche, 
But I've been struggling for a long time because I've just been so unmotivated to post. And it's like, I, I don't even know what to post anymore because I'm tired of posting food content. I'm like, I don't want to talk about food content. I want to talk about fitness. I want to talk about Instagram. I want to talk about tech stuff, like, you know, like course creation or just anything other than just posting food. And girl, I've made that course, like, cause people always ask me, I'm like, okay, what do people always ask you? And they ask me, how do I transition to a plant-based lifestyle? Right. So I'm like, okay, I did my little, what I thought was market research girl on my page. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put this course together and really talk about all the different things that I wish I knew. And that I think it's important for people to know before transitioning. And then also what to expect while you're actually going through the transitioning process. And girl, I put so much time and energy into this course. And I was like, it's just going to be $27. You know, it's just going to be real cheap. And it'll just be something for people. So whenever they ask, I have it for them to purchase, you know, it'll just be right there. It'll answer all the questions. And girl, I spent so much time creating that course and I was so excited to launch it and I didn't do any kind of like prep. You know, I, I struggled trying to sell myself. You know, I really have had issues with that for a long time mm-hmm. and girl, I launched it. I had an affiliate program. I was like, oh, y'all about to make a couple, couple coins. You know what I'm saying? And girl, I posted that in not a single sale within 24 hours. And so many people were sharing it. Like so many people were supporting me as far as sharing it to their audience. I'm like, damn, like all these people are sharing it and nobody bought it. And then the next day, one person bought it. And that's been it ever since. And I, when I tell you, I was like, I am never selling anything low ticket ever again. Like I'm never going to put that <laughs> much time and energy into something that's 27. If I'm going to put that much time and energy into something, it's going to, it's going to cost, like it's going to be an investment. And the way that I'd be giving my all to help people with things, like I want to make sure that I'm getting my value out of it and the time that I'm spending is worth it. But that was a breaking point for me, girl. I'm not going to lie to you. I know it was. But you know, like I told you when this was all going on, I really did not see this as a flop. Because see, to me, completion is like everything. Because it's so hard. It's so many of us who have a course idea in our mind. And and so many of us who want to put something out. And we keep thinking about it. And we start it. And we don't finish it. But to me, the real work was in the completion. You did it. And now you have that resource for people who come to you and ask you, you're like, okay, here, this is what I have. Also, you know, damn well, you didn't market this thing. <laughs> you did not market it at all. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you what was going on in my mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to ask people, like I had a, po- I've archived it now, girl, but I had a post where I was asking. Wait, what? You archived the course or the, the post? Just the post. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I had a, a post where I was asking people, you know, what their struggles were. You know what I'm saying? Like I, when people say do market research, that's always been kind of hard for me. I just didn't really understand what that meant. So, but there was a lot of feedback. I was like, oh, this post is popping. A lot of people are leaving comments. A lot of, you know, it was a very interactive post. And I was asking questions in my stories. You know, I had a whole bunch of different polls. I was asking people things. People were really responsive to it. So I was like, okay, this will for sure sell because I I have proof like people are interacting with these questions but you know it just didn't happen like that <laughs> it didn't happen like that I know but I, I mean first of all I feel like nobody knew it was coming that was the first thing like I know you said you I mean I remember when you posted everything in stories I don't remember seeing it on the feed but I do remember seeing it in stories and I don't feel like you told people that it was coming you didn't have like the typical pre-launch sequence and all of that stuff. That's why it didn't do. And you know how I got on you too, because you, I feel like you promote other people so well, but when it comes to promoting your own shit, you just be chilling. I'm like, Shana, your stuff is so good. That course is great, by the way. I want, I don't know if I told you that, but your course is really good. Thank you. You know what? Like, <laughs> I struggle. This is something that I really struggle with is promoting myself. And I know there's a lot of other people that, that struggle with this too. I can promote everybody else all day long. That is, that is nothing to me. I love it, especially if it's, you know, if it's actually a great piece of content or, you know, if it's a great product, then it's nothing for me to promote. I like to see other people win. And so I like to support other people, especially Black influencers, 
black entrepreneurs and things like that. I love to see when people drop ebooks, you know, or whatever it is that they're dropping. I like to support them. So that comes naturally to me. But when it comes to myself, you know, that imposter syndrome, girl, that will have you feeling away and it will have you feeling like it's not good enough. Like I kept second guessing myself. I'm like, girl, this is a $27 course. <laughs> what? Like you, this isn't meant to be like this huge thing. It's just, a, it's just meant to help people get started and know what to expect while they're, while they're doing Transitioning. it. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like that is most of the people who like listen to this podcast or the most of the people that follow us on social media are the ones who need that transformation. I just really think that if you want to sell more of those, that you can. I know that that's, you're beyond that now, but I just yeah. want to put that out. <laughs> and I'm going to link to it in a, in a blog post for this episode. I'm going to link to that the course because it's good. <laughs> I was like, y'all, it's just going to sit there and, and collect dust in my Kajabi account. But you know, it's, it's there. If people want it, it's there. You know, and the thing is, girl, I'll be sitting there spending so much time like creating these like transitions between the slides and like all this stuff, girl. And then you remember that course I told you about that I spent $97 on and it looked like a webinar. <laughs> it looked like there was no effort put into this. I'm like, and she's sleeping just fine with selling this. You know, she's sleeping sleeping. At night selling trash. I know I'm so tired of it. Right. Well, actually, I'm not tired of it anymore because I really don't see it. But I remember when you sent that to me and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Right. <laughs> I think it was so bad. I'd be so mad. I'd be mad at myself because it's like you the one staying up to 3 a.m. on this $27 course. Like you decided to do that. It's your fault. And Shada, you was up legit 3 a.m. because I had you were sending me text messages. I was like, Shada never sleeps. She doesn't sleep. All she does is work. When your baby goes to sleep, that's it. You it's on. It's on time for you. Normally, girl, I'll be asleep so early. Like, but lately, just because I've I've had so much stuff on my mind, so many things I've actually wanted to do that I I can't sleep. I have to get it out. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I put a lot of time and energy into that course. And so it, that hurt my feelings too. It was just like, and then not like, I'm not mad at anybody, but it was just like, it hurt my feelings because I let myself go to that extreme for something that was so low budget. You know what I'm saying? Like I I should not have put that much time and energy into it. I don't agree with that because it was just, it's really good. And I think that the people who buy it will benefit from it. So remember I told you when you were upset about it, like, I think we had a moment where you were just like, boo-hoo, like tears. And I said, yeah, like, I, I know how that feels because I've been in, I've been around for a minute and I put out stuff over the years and I know how that feels when you feel like you put so much effort into it and people say they want something and they really don't want to pay for it. They want it but they want it for free. <laughs> okay. They don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I know that feeling. So when you were talking about it, what I told you is the thing, the way that I deal with, with it, cause it feels like rejection. That's what it feels like. At least to me, yeah. it does. It does. Yeah. The way I deal with it is I don't, I no longer get caught up in the results. Like I don't, I put something out into the world. I hope that it does well. I pray that it does well, mm-hmm. but I don't buy into whether or not people like it or not. Like I don't get caught up in those feelings anymore. And that is the most liberating feeling ever. Like when you just don't get caught up in the results, like you can't control what other people do. And when you realize that it just makes life so sweet. (laughs) It's just like, I can't worry about that. (laughs) I'm gonna do my best. That's it. That's all I got. When you act, when you said that to me that day when I called you, because I had to get it out, girl, I was like, nobody else is going to understand. Let me just call Monique because she'll get mm-hmm. it. And so when I called you and I was just like in tears and everything, like you said that. And I was like, damn, she's right. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to get caught up in the results. I did it. And that was a lot. Think of, think of where we were last year and how many ideas were like, okay, we're going to do this. And I'm going to do we're going to do this. And we didn't do nothing. You know, we it just- was a hot. Last year was trash. <laughs> People say 2020 was trash. It is trash. 2019 was trash. It trash, was. trash for us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a crazy thing. It's like 2019 was trash. But this year, it's like we're actually in our element. You know what I'm saying? Like we're finding our stride. We're actually working towards the goals that we need to be working towards. And that feels so good. You know? 
does. It does. And so, okay, let's for the people who don't know, because of the because you feel like the course flop. I don't feel like it flopped because like I said, it's completion and you can always refer people to it. So that's always a great resource. As opposed to just when people ask you questions, you have nothing for them. That's always good to be able to refer people places. Yeah. Out of that, you were able to really hone in on the fact that Instagram and working with brands and all of that great stuff that we love talking about, me and you talk together a lot about this, <laughs> you realize that that's, where, that's the lane you wanted to be in. And that's the lane that's going to always be a part of what you do. So let's talk about that. Like, what was that transition like for you, Shauna? Okay. So first of all, I had my Thrive on IG course, you know, and I loved creating the course. I loved it. Like a lot of people got great results from it, but the problem was Instagram went through these massive changes and they kept changing things. So every time they made a change, I would have to re-record all those videos. And it was taking up a lot of my time. Like I'd, I'd have to go out to my dad's house to record because there's just no way I could record at my house because it's, it's, you know, you would hear everything. So I would have to go at my dad's house. I'd be in a closet recording all of these videos And, you know, to plan out a course, especially when you really want people to get results at the end, it takes a lot of time and energy, girl. I'd be over there for, I think it was like maybe two or three months, just like every weekend going over there trying to record stuff and trying to keep up with all these changes that kept happening. And so I ended up just retiring the course because it was just like, it's outdated now, you know, like all the little, all the little intricate things that, help me when it comes to growing my page and all the little things I do, like it just was null and void. So I was like, I don't have time to keep up with this. I have a nine to five. <laughs> I got a toddler. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have time. So, but people would still be asking me about it. And one girl, shout out to Meatless Melanin. She actually hit me up in the DMs. And I think, cause she had heard your, our podcast together and she was like, Hey, you know, I heard that you have this course. And I was like, yeah, I retired it though, but what do you need help with? You know? And I just helped her and girl, her page has grown. It grew. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, okay, like the advice that I gave still works. It's still valid. Other people have asked me questions. I've helped. I'm seeing their, their results as well. So it's like, okay, you're on to something here. And so I was trying to do t- Tuesday emails and at least still send out weekly emails to like keep up to date with Instagram stuff. But I was noticing like Instagram would say that like a change had been made and it was rolling out to everybody, but everybody wouldn't have those features. And so I was like, okay, I, I can't control what Instagram is doing. People, you know, I'm trying to give the best advice and I can't really like stand firm on this because people are experiencing different things with like, some people don't have all the features. So I can't like say definitively that you can do this or you can use this. So I was just like, just forget it. Like, I'm just going to let that go. Let that go to the wayside. And so anyway, I wanted to get back into the course creating world. And so that's why I did the transition course. But I was like, how can I still teach Instagram and not have to worry about doing like this massive course that I would have to keep updating every two seconds? Mm-hmm. And I ended up taking... Vanessa Lau's course, her Bosgram Academy, and she really teaches about coaching. And I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't really know that I could do this. You know what I mean? And I was like, I never thought of myself as a coach. I, I always see other people being coaches online. I just didn't really understand, you know, that whole world. But I was like, I could do this. You know what I'm saying? I could work one-on-one with people and, you know, really kind of help them with this. And this way, I don't, I'm not spending all of my days re-recording these videos that I'm going to have to keep, you know, redoing over and over and over again. And this will allow me to just work in real time with people one-on-one. And I really liked it. So I've been working with beta clients and girl, these results though, like, (laughs) Hey, and I'm one of them. Hey, I know I'm not one of your beta clients, but I know we talk about this stuff and you helped me. We're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Girl, already one girl got a paid brand deal with a major company. Okay. okay. Very major. <laughs> yeah. And I helped her negotiate the contract. Somebody else, you know, is, is pitching for the first time to a major brand. And I'm anxious to see where that goes. And the other person is 
they're kind of trying to figure out Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of helping them grow their page. So I've been trying to see, okay, who's my ideal client? What is my program going to look like? What is it going to cater to? And I want it to be catered towards vegan influencers who are trying to secure paid brand deals. And this is an issue because, girl, we don't really know what we are supposed to charge when brands come to us. We've been lowballing ourselves. And you think that, oh, I have to have X amount of followers in order to charge this price. And it's like, really, you don't. You just have to have the courage to ask for it. Now, you know, there's still certain factors that you need to know, but if you're producing quality content, you can still get a paid brand deal. But Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of space that we have to navigate. Like people don't know how to read the contracts. People don't understand. Like one of the contracts that my beta client had, there was some things that she didn't quite understand. I was like, wait a minute, you don't have to do all this. They kind of snuck that in there, but you don't have to do this part because, you know, if you read it, if you read it closely, they included it as like an additional bonus. And so we were able to renegotiate how much she would have to do for the price that was being offered. Mm -hmm. And so there's just a lot of things like that, that I want to help influencers with as far as working with brands, knowing how to charge your worth, knowing how to read contracts, knowing how to negotiate, knowing how to, what template do you use to, to pitch what if you don't want to do it? What if you want to go higher on the price, go lower on the price? Like there's so many different parts that I want to be able to help people with. So that's what my coaching service is going to be about. I know. And I'm so excited about it because I feel like you have the perfect niche. I feel like so many of us as vegan influencers or just people with, you know, a sizable audience on Instagram, YouTube, podcasts and whatever. A lot of us don't think about the money side of things. We're like, oh, we're just doing it for you know, social justice. We're doing it for animals. We're doing it for health. But it's a lot, you know, this is a lot of damn work that goes on behind the scenes. And if you can get a team of people to help you, and if you can have the money to sustain yourself, that's always a positive. It's always a positive. And so I think that your niche is so important because a lot of us, especially as vegans, we're afraid to talk about the money or we don't know how to get the money. And so having those uncomfortable conversations is is actually going to help us All of us having those uncomfortable conversations. And you can kind of tell when you work with some of these brands that they're used to people just not really, they'll do, they're used to people doing shit for free. They're used to that. They're used to you sending in something and you put it all over your Instagram for free. Right. And they don't have to pay you. Girl, I know. These brands be, they really be doing the most. Like, girl, I'll never forget this brand. I was being nice. It was my fault because I shouldn't agree to it. But they wanted me to do basically an exchange post. So basically we'll send you free products in exchange for doing a review of the products. Girl, I agreed to that. And they were like, okay, we want you to wear these colors. We want you, It has to be in this type of lighting. We want to see what you post before you post it. You have to turn it in by this date and da, 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 da. And they're like, you know, it's like, this is really it. This should be paid if you got all these Stipulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these little regulations and things. You know, this should be a paid, a paid thing. But I went ahead and did it. And, you know, they there were some things that they didn't uphold to on their end. And so I was just like, let me just archive this post because I'm not gonna be sitting up here giving incorrect information to my audience and then I look bad, you know. So I was just like, never again. I'm not doing that anymore. And if you think about it, like if a brand wants to send you like some chips, right? Hey, you know, we we really love your page. We want to send you some of our new bags of chips. And we would love if you could, you know, share a review with your audience. Think about how much those chips cost. Like if you were to go to the store and buy a bag of chips, how much does that cost? And you are out here maybe doing a video review you're doing Instagram stories, you're creating a whole post. People charge for that. Like that's time and money. Like we don't, we don't think about how much time goes into creating content. And and when you think about it, it's like, did I really just do all that for like, what, maybe five, six dollars? When you think about the monetary value of what, of what these free products cost. And so you have to start thinking about your time the energy that you're putting into your content. If you care about your content, you're probably, you know, really putting some effort into it and you should get paid for that. 
And I think people are just really afraid. Like there's people that have higher followings than me that are not getting paid because they don't know how to. And it's like, dang, we really sitting over here with, you know, 20,000 plus followers and we're not getting paid brand deals. Like what is going on? Like this is, a, this is an issue. You know what I'm saying? So we need to, we need to learn how to, first of all, if we have money mindset issues, we got to work through that. We have to understand that our content is valuable and these brands are really making a killing off of us being influencers and sharing their, their products to our audience. And we should be compensated for that. And it, and it should not be awkward to ask a price, you know, to give, to place a value on that transaction. You know what I mean? So I just want people to get to the point where we're getting paid for this, for our time and energy, and we're getting paid for the content that we're creating because they're making money off of this. If you're promoting their products to your audience, people are going to go buy it and that's more money for them. And so you should be getting paid too. And, you know, we got to talk about that. Like there's people really out here just posting for free all the time. It's like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like if I'm posting it's either going to be to promote my own products or services, or it's going to be paid content. Like it's going to be a partnership of some kind. I just, I don't have time to keep posting for free anymore. It's crazy because your transformation in just that has been like amazing. Cause I was saying this to you last year. Like, Why are you letting these brands pimp you? Remember I said that last year? <laughs> you did, girl. I was just like, you know. You but- were so stuck on it. I was like, Shada, stop letting these brands do you like this. <laughs> I know, cause you would like, you would say like, you should charge this. And I'd be like, no, I can't, you know, you know, I did, you know, look at this post. It didn't do that well. And and then, and it's just like, no, like we need to be getting our coins, but you know what, as far as the transition course, not being a failure, it wasn't a failure in the sense that it pushed me to not settle for the low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm no longer going to do that. I have no desire to, you know, work for free or work for a low ticket item. That's just, mm-hmm. not, that's just not in the car. So I, I am appreciative of that lesson. And I'm appreciative of having people like you to talk to because a lot of people don't have that and they're they're just going to be stuck, you know, in that in that same spot. And there's a lot of money mindset issues that people have to work through. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to navigate that. Like, it's a lot like you have to have a whole mindset shift to know, like from going from working for free to demanding a price that you might even feel is uncomfortable to ask for because you don't think that you deserve it, even though you do. I know that's so scary. And I think that part is so underrated. I think I told you when we talked about this with Desiree, I, I can, we can vegan. Oh, yeah. I'm going to link that episode for people who want to listen. Cause that was a really good one. Good. We talked about that too, about like the, this mindset shift and how we lowball ourselves so much. And I talked to you about this last week about like how my podcast, and this is a couple of years ago when I had like 20, 25,000 downloads a month and I was still charging like really low money mm-hmm. for sponsorships because I didn't know any better. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know yeah. what that was supposed to look like. And I think it's okay to fail forward because now I'm just like, uh-uh, you come through, you got to come through correct. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I'm okay. Look, because I decided, I decided months ago that I'm going to do this work regardless of sponsorships or whatever. I'm going to do it. But when you come through, you better come through right. Right. So I'm, gonna, I'm just not going to do it. It's just that simple. It really is that simple. So, I, but it took me kind of messing up for a while to understand that. Like my worth, I didn't get that. I didn't get that part of it. I was just like thankful. I'm like, wow, this is more money than I would have made. I was going to do this anyway, you know? So yeah, um, yeah, it happens. Well, even looking back at some of my collaborations and things it's like dang like in my mind I was like oh I'm balling you know what I'm saying like but it's like nah girl this you really not (laughs) 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 more for that but that's that's gonna be the beauty of my coaching service when I launch it is because I don't want people to go through that (laughs) I don't want people to go through this I want you to start getting your coins from the jump so like one of my beta clients we I mean she could, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. She's, she got a paid brand deal more than what I got paid <laughs> ever. 
you know what I'm saying, from one collaboration. And she doesn't have a major brand. That's the thing that's crazy. Like, this is a huge household name brand that we all know and have known forever. Right. And I thought, like, dang. So I was like, wow, okay. So this is possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, that right there just let me know that this is possible. So I want people to get their coins from the jump. And I want to be able to help them navigate that because, you know, like I said, like, even, even with you, like, we've been doing this for a long time and we still have had to learn. Yeah, it's just like, okay, let's talk about this. So Shauna has helped me with a brand deal that I have coming up on a podcast, like a sponsorship that I have coming. It was a brand that sent me some free products last year. I enjoyed the products, but my thing is brands want to send me stuff all the time. So I get free things and I'm so thankful for that because it's usually stuff that I want. But how do you turn the free into paid? So the brand actually pitched me a couple of weeks ago and they were like, can we sponsor the podcast? And I'm like, hell motherfucking yes, you can. <laughs> Here's my, my money. This is, this is what I need from you. And they were like, uh, yeah, about that. That's a little higher than we were expecting. <laughs> so I went to Sean and I was like, okay, I want to work with them. So how do I, how do I do this? Like come up with like, help me with like a template so that I can present it in a way that I can get all of my money, but I also don't feel like I'm being compromising. Because one of the things that I know for sure about me is I'm never going to go down on my price, but maybe I'll change some of the deliverables. Maybe I won't do all of the work they want me to do. Maybe I'll do some of it, but I'm not going to go down on my price because I just I just know that it's, it's fair compared to what they're going to probably get. Just based on just some of the conversations that I've had on people who've been on a podcast, sponsorships, just all of that. So I know that it works, but I'm just like, okay, how do I do this? And you've helped me with that. And it's crazy because you don't think you helped me, but you helped me so much. (laughs) I really like, I I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't think this would be something that I'd be interested in, but I really like like creating the templates to send like the negotiating and like, I like it. I was like, this is actually something that I, that I really enjoy doing. So I was so excited when they came back and like you, you are still getting the price that you wanted. Like, I think that that's dope. So I don't know. It's just like, I've been learning so many new things about what I like or what I'm good at or, you know, what I want to help people do. And so I think that that's, I think that that's incredible. I'm so glad that you got it, girl. I was like, yay. And I'm thankful. Yes. I'm so thankful. Yes. Hey, it's Monique hopping in. You may remember me showing love to Holier on Insta Story last year. They're a multivitamin, and I'm so happy to be working with them for this episode of the podcast. Holier helps plant-based people live a life to the fullest by offering nutritional products that are specifically tailored to a plant-based lifestyle. I know from experience what it feels like to start a vegan journey and have concerns about not getting all of the nutrients that you need. Of course, we need to make sure that we eat a variety of fresh fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains and seeds. But Holier is actually designed to fill in some of those gaps that are specific to a plant-based lifestyle. Their vitamins are whole food-based nutrients. So that means that they're nutrients that are either directly derived from a plant or they're naturally cultivated from a plant-based source. So Holier's multivitamin includes the eight vitamins and minerals that are essential to a vegan lifestyle, including omega-3s, zinc, iron, B12, and vitamin D3. So one of the reasons I love Holier is that I'm able to take their vitamins at any time of the day. One of the things I struggle with in the past is that you had to have your vitamins around mealtime. And so I would always forget to take them. So these days, what I do is just leave my bottle on a bathroom counter. And as soon as I get out the shower, I just take my vitamins along with the rest of my morning routine. It just makes things super simple. I never have to worry about feeling nauseous. It doesn't mess with my stomach. And it's just a very convenient way to make sure that I get my vitamins each day. I also like that they're not chalky vitamins, they're capsules, and they actually taste like citrus. It reminds me like an orange. Another thing that I love about Holier is that they're conscious about the environment. So when you make your initial order, you'll get a glass bottle for your vitamins, but all future orders come in backyard compostable packets. So all you have to do is just refill your glass jar and keep it moving. Less waste, less hassle. So yes, I want you to go ahead and try Holier and enjoy them just like I do. Go to liveholier.com and enter the discount code brownvegan as one word at checkout for 25% off of your first order. That's liveholier, L-I-V-E-W-H-O-L-I-E-R.com. 
And the discount code is BROWNVEGAN. I also make sure that I'll leave a link for you at brownvegan.com under episode 113 to make it easy for you to click through. So yes, shout out to Holier for showing love for this episode of the podcast. And let's get right back into the conversation. So what do you think about as far as I've noticed that a lot of people that I follow, a lot of people I follow on Instagram, a lot of the influencers have been complaining about the algorithm change. And I feel like we have the same conversation like every six months because Instagram just, (laughs) they just throw a monkey wrench. They throw a wrench into like all of the plans that people have every few months. People get comfortable and then Instagram is like, gotcha. (laughs) That bitch. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, what I, do you, how do you feel about all of this? Well, I think, first of all, it's really frustrating. And I, but at the same time, I understand because, you know, they're coming out with so many new things. And now that they've got reels and everything, like, and they put, they're putting reels front and center on the explore page or wanting people to use that. But, and then, you know, they're trying to combat all these bots as well. So this is a huge overtaking, first of all, when I think about, when I really try to think about Instagram as a whole, and how big the platform is and how active it is. Like, I understand that there's going to be glitches, but people really have their businesses, you know, working along with this platform and people, you know, especially for influencers, when you have to post, you you finally have a paid brand deal and you're trying to show what you can do on your page. And then that post doesn't do anything. And it's, oh, it's because the algorithm is messed up or Instagram is down or whatever. Like that is so frustrating because it's like, Dang, now this brand is going to think that I can't pull numbers. Now this brand is going to look at my insights and they're not going to want to work with me again. Like you're going to have all these different thoughts and feelings about it. And it's just frustrating because you put so much time and effort into creating your posts and then you expect it to do well when you put all these hours or however much time into it just for it to flop. And But what I don't want people to do is think that just because the algorithm is messed up or they had a post that didn't perform well, that that means, oh, I got to start creating even more content now. That's not what that means. You just got to let it go. You know what I'm saying? Analyze the post. Try to see if there's something going on with Instagram at the time. A lot of times it is. And just create content at the same pace that you've been creating it. It it doesn't mean that you have to start flooding your timeline with just a bunch of crap and just see what sticks because that's probably going to actually hurt your results because You want to make sure that whatever content that you post is going to provide value. So if you just start bum rushing a whole bunch of content because you think, oh, the algorithm is doing bad. So that means I'm not being consistent enough. And so now I just got to keep posting all this. That's not what that means. So just, you know, it it happens. It's going to happen. The algorithm is going to get messed up. Instagram is going to be tripping sometimes. Just let it go and keep posting as you normally would. Yeah, you do have to let it go. Remember, was that last week where I sent you the post where I had like 22 likes in like two hours? I was, I could not stop laughing. We laughed about that for a good 30 minutes because I was like, Instagram really out here just making me look like I bought followers and everything. They just don't care. (laughs) I used to let that stuff trip me up. Like I used to get so, and you remember, like I used to get so hung up on the insights because I'm like, oh my God, here I am trying to teach people how to use Instagram. And then my numbers are doing horrible. You know, what is this going to do to my credibility? Like I would really put a lot of time and energy into stressing over my insights and my analytics. And, but people are not caring. It's not like people can see my insights and it's not like people are like going to my posts and analyzing. I mean, some people probably do, but the majority of people don't care. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to stress out about that. And I think, you know, even with follower count, a lot of times people are getting their feelings attached to these numbers. Like they're, they're putting their worth on these numbers. Y'all, those numbers don't mean anything. Like, just like I was talking about earlier, there's people that have huge followings and are not making money. That number does not mean they're rolling in the dough. That money does not mean they they have like a steady stream of income. It just means that they, they just have that following. Like that's literally all that it means. So please don't get caught up in your analytics or your insights or how well your post does, or how many likes, or how many comments you get. How like don't attach that to your worth. Don't make don't don't let that make you think that you're doing something wrong if you don't have the same numbers as somebody else. Like I just want people to kind of let that number go. I really don't even want people to focus on the following because it's not about that. There's people with five thousand followers or less making bank. 
because they have their own products and services that they're selling. And it's not about being on Instagram. Their time is being spent putting their energy into what's going to bring them income. Instagram is not going to bring you income unless, you know, I mean, you could use it as a vehicle to get people on your website. You can use it as a vehicle to sell, you know, if you have the swipe up feature or your link in bio and things like that. But that's not, you know, there's more to making an income than just being on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Let's talk about that. So what platforms do you recommend outside of Instagram? If somebody wants to make more money, you know, maybe work with brands, what do you think? Well, I think it's, first of all, if you want to choose one platform, I don't think Instagram should be it <laughs> because- what? I'm surprised you're saying this, Shauna. Okay, can, tell us, tell us, tell us. I'm surprised to hear this. Well, girl, I'm taking my cues from you, first of all, because I'm like, damn, Monique really did everything right because she's on every platform that will have long lasting content. It's it's going to be there. It can go viral at any time. And you've it's like you've planted these seeds. No and the fact that you might have planted a seed maybe some years ago, that should have still popping to this day. And I'm like, damn, you know, I should have been on YouTube. I should have been on you know, any, any kind of platform where you can search things. Like if you, you know how people go to YouTube to search for content. Yeah. That stuff is going to live forever. I can search something and a video might come up from years ago and maybe there's a, a hot trend going on and that video could go viral at any time. But with Instagram, once you post, that post is going to be live for maybe 24 hours. I mean, it's still going to be on your feed, but it's not like people are going to be searching for your specific post. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I tell brands. Yes, when I work with brands, first of all, let me start start off by saying yes. The reason I'm everywhere is because I'm extra, okay? (laughs) But no, I tell brands that all the time. When they want me to do Instagram, I'm like, listen, the podcast and YouTube is where it's at because people always tell me, they're like, oh, I'm binge listening or I'm binge watching your videos or I'm doing this. I feel like it's it's evergreen content. It's all Like you said, it's always going to be there. It's searchable. It's better. That's why I try to charge a premium, a premium for it. <laughs> I think even Facebook is pretty good too. Cause I mean, you can still search within Facebook and find, you know, old posts and things like that. So I think, I think Facebook podcasting and YouTube are, you know, some of the best platforms to really take advantage of. I'm, I'm not really familiar with Pinterest, but I, I hear that Pinterest is really popping in LinkedIn. LinkedIn is also great for for search engine optimization, SEO. So that's another platform that I think a lot of people sleep on. So I'm trying to learn about LinkedIn too. It's nice to have Instagram, but you want to think about the longevity of your content. So you think about how much time and energy you put into one post on Instagram and that mug is going to be gone in 24 hours or less. But if I put a whole bunch of time and energy into creating a YouTube video or a LinkedIn post or a podcast episode, Anybody can go back and find that at any given time. So make sure that Instagram is not your only platform. Do you have a blog that you can do? Do you have like your own website that's popping that, you know, even if it's not like, it's still going to be a good look for brands if you have more than one social media platform to say, hey, you know, I want to charge this price and hey, I have this following over here, but I also have this following over here and over here and over here. That's going to be more lucrative to a brand versus just having an Instagram account. So don't let Instagram be the only account that you have. Branch out and think of the platforms that are going to have longevity when you post. Love it. You love it, love it, love it. And I know that you used to always write newsletters. I know that you kind of got away from it for a little bit, but you used to always write newsletters. And I always loved your newsletters because it would be so many like tech tips and all of the things that are kind of difficult for me, like reels. <laughs> you would, you didn't write about reels, but you know, you would give like tech tips. So how do you feel about newsletters these days? Do you still think that that's like a relevant form? That's a great way to get in contact with your audience? Yes. I think that everyone should have an email list. You know, we are not guaranteed to have any of these platforms. Instagram could blow up tomorrow. And if you have 20,000 followers, 100,000 followers, and you don't have an email list, well, how are you going to get in contact with all those people? You know, I wish I would have known this from the very beginning, but you can get, you can sign on with ConvertKit. They have a, a free option now. 
MailChimp is also free up to a certain amount of subscribers. But start building your email list because that's also another tool that you can say that you can use when pitching to brands. You can say, you know, I have this email list. I have this many subscribers on my email list. You know, this is a people are more likely to open. I think there's a higher engagement rate with your emails than it is with your social media content. So Mm -hmm. that's something else to think about. Have an email list, get people on your email list, get get people on your own real estate because you don't own any of these social media platforms. You own your email list though. So definitely start your email list. If you don't have one already, just get started. You know what I'm saying? Have an opt-in for people to opt-in and then put that in your link in in your bio. If you have a link tree or something, if you have multiple links, get you a link tree, create your own link tree on your website. But have a place to where you have some kind of a freebie or you just have a way for people to subscribe to your blog or something. And then that way you can get people onto your own list and you have that there. So if Instagram is down and playing they shady little games or if Facebook is down or whatever, you can still be in contact with your audience. Yep. So let's talk about reels because I hate them. They hate me. I love them them now. I did hate them at first. I was like, I do not want to learn yet another thing because I didn't like TikTok either. So I didn't think I would like this. Yeah. So you think they're here to stay or do you think that this is just like kind of like Instagram TV where that was a thing for a little bit and nobody cared and this just went away? (laughs) Like, what do you think about reels? Are they here to stay? I think they are here to stay. And I hope they're here to stay. And the reason why is because if you're like me, if you're very introverted and you have a hard time like getting it out, like getting out what you're trying to say instead of rambling all the time, this will force you to get to the point. Like you have to get to the point. You have 15 seconds, now 30 seconds. You have to be able to say what you got to say in this short period of time. You have to be able to know how to keep people's interest. and so. What I like about it is like, I'm not a very high energy person. Like it takes me a minute to be on one all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Girl, I, you be sitting to be some of these voice memos and you be going in, whatever. <laughs> but like just talking to just, you know, people I don't really know. It's just, I don't know. I find it very difficult. But with reels, I'm like, I only have to be high energy for like a few seconds at a time. And then I can start a new clip. And then I can, I can trim out the ums and all that kind of stuff. I can make it to where it's seamless and I can be high. It looks like I'm high energy for that full 15 seconds, but really I was just high energy for like maybe three seconds at a time. And you're seeing all of it, you know, strung together as one video clip. Mm -hmm. So I love that. It's like, I can get to the point. I can say what I need to say. It's a great way, especially right now, since they're pushing it. When you go to the explore page, what do you see at the very top? You all- the only thing I see is reels. <laughs> right. And so this is the time to take advantage of it. Whenever Instagram comes out with a new feature like this, they want you to use it. So take advantage of it. People are racking up so many views. They're racking up so many followers, all because they're doing reels. And there's so many ways that you can get creative with it. And the good thing is, if you're already on TikTok, All you got to do, you can post a video that you did on TikTok to your reels or vice versa. And so that's another platform you can get on. TikTok can also be a way to drive traffic to your Instagram page. So I would definitely take advantage of reels right now if you haven't. It, It is a little bit cumbersome and I have noticed a few little like bugs here and there with it. I hate it here. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and the issues that you was having, I understand that too. The thing that I don't like about Reels, though, is you don't have insights. I can't see the analytics for it. I can't see how many people shared it. I can't see how many people saved it. All I can see is the likes and the comments. And you can't see Reels on the desktop. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like it's, it's nice for the mobile app. But for overall content, I wish I could have the insights for it because it would be really nice to see the impressions, the reach, the analytics, how many fo- like how many followers did you get because of that reel? Like all those things that I like to look at, they're not available yet. So you know it's coming though. I know it's coming cuz Instagram exactly. don't play. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to. But yeah, I hope that they I hope they fix that soon because that's that's the only downside. It's like, okay, I have I have all this great information, but I would like to see the actual analytics and analytics for it. So yeah, but I love yeah. it. 
I'm going to try again. I'm going to keep watching videos, keep texting you for tips on how to do it. Cause I think it is important. I think it's perfect for like food content and things like that. So I'm going to try, keep trying. Yeah. So far it's been a hot mess and I just, me and Reels don't get along. Well, one tip I will say is if you are doing Reels, like I know it's really popular right now to, you know, point to text bubbles and things like that. Like that's really cute, but don't fall into the trap of, doing what everybody else is doing. Still stick to the guidelines of providing valuable content, okay? That's gonna, that's gonna be what keeps people coming back. Pointing to text bubbles, I mean, you can still provide valuable content, I'm not saying that, but you know, try to be original with your stuff. Like, try to do something different. Include text on the reel and make sure it's high enough so that when it's on the feed, people can just see exactly what it has to say and the text doesn't get cut off. There's little lines that will show up when you are adjusting your text. So just make sure that it's it's at the right place on your reel so that people can visibly see the the text when they are on your feed. Yeah, that's a good point because I notice sometimes when I'm looking at a reel, I can't see the text on top because it's cut off. So, uh, And then you're right. Everybody's doing a little bubble. I kind of feel like it's played out because everybody's doing it now. Yeah. And you really don't get a feel for someone's personality if you just come across their page and they're just pointing at bubbles. Like, I just, <laughs> that doesn't make me want to go to your page and keep looking. Yeah. I want to hear your voice and see what you're talking about. Like you do. And I like the way you do your reels. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to, I I think I might redo some of the ones that I did. Like, you saw, you saw the ones that I did. They were good. Why do you need to redo them? Well, you didn't post those, right? You just the ones you sent me the other day. Yeah, I, I haven't posted them yet because I want to talk about DM etiquette, but I don't. I, I think people, every time I find myself talking about DM etiquette, I think people get in their feelings because I do have ongoing conversations with people in the DMs, and I'm not talking about that. I'm I'm talking about people that you don't know that be blowing up your inbox. <laughs> I don't know you. Why are you sending me these posts? I don't know you. I you don't know that I want to see this. You might, you I I may not want to see this. I may be purposely trying to avoid this, but here you are sending this to me in my inbox. I don't want to see it. Like, and I'm trying to figure out a way to say that to where people don't feel bad. Like the people that I do interact with in the DMs don't feel bad. If I like if we if we even had no, they're not going to feel bad because they know they're not talking about. They're talking about the weird, the weird people who send you police brutality videos and sh- stuff like that. I see those, and I'm just like, I don't even know you, and why are you sending me this? I don't want to see this. Like, yeah. why are you, what are you doing? No, yeah, people like that. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I get really sensitive about certain content, so I don't like to consume so much of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let let me do that. And chances are I probably already seen it. So I don't need you to send it to me. And it's just right. it's people that I don't know. And there's, there's somebody right now that's doing this. Like I already told this person to stop sending me posts. I told them this long time ago and here they are doing it again. And it's like, I don't want to block people, but what else can I do? You're not listening to me. Yeah. I try hard to go through all of my DMs and respond to everybody. And so when it's getting clogged with unnecessary things, it's just like, it's it's a waste of my time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not looking at it. If you send me a post, I, I'm not looking at it. I just want you guys to know, okay? <laughs> not. So, you know, but just be mindful that not, people would like to control what they see. And if you send a DM, it's, there's no way to really preview it. You know, you're just gonna, you're gonna open it and you're gonna see what the content is about. Like, you may not have to play the video, but you can see what the content is about. And you don't really get a chance to, shield that you know what i'm saying so i just really want to address dm etiquette but i just want to make sure i'm tactful with it and i'm not like hurting people's feelings like i, I just don't want people to misconstrue what i'm trying to say yeah i don't think they will because i don't i think i know it's coming from a good place so i don't think they will okay <laughs> <laughs> they're not so let's talk about what about like content planning like any type of strategy that you have for your content the reason i want to know is because most of 2019 and honestly most of 2020 I really didn't post on Instagram very much. I post on Insta stories, but not like the feed. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do now is what I don't want to just have just post post a podcast on there because I think that's yeah. kind of boring. Just all, every post is about the podcast. So I've been trying to mix it up, you know, post mm-hmm. pictures of me, food, things like that. So do you think that people should have like a true content planner, like a schedule? Or do you think it does it even matter at this at this point in the game? I think it is necessary. I, I mean, 
you can throw whatever up, you can throw anything up that you want to, but I would suggest doing some type of content strategy and planning out your content because you could just, you could take a day and just spend a few hours planning out your content, getting the captions done, the hashtags, the the images that you want to use and plan it out for maybe a month in advance and just schedule it. And it could just automatically post to where you don't even have to worry about it. And then you're not scrambling at the last second, trying to, you know, trying to be consistent and not really knowing what to post and then end up posting something that doesn't have value. So I like later.com. I also like Planoly. Facebook has the creator studio and you can post your Instagram and Facebook content with that. And that's free. So I would definitely look into those options. And the, the other good thing is you can get some more detailed analytics using some of those content planners. So I, w- I definitely would suggest it. I am definitely moving into batching my content and just making sure that everything that I post will be providing value of some kind. Mm-hmm. So what about any tips that you want to give for someone who is looking to do you want to talk about growing Instagram or working with brands? Because I know working with brands is big for you right now. So what tips do you have? For one of those, growing your Instagram or working with brands? You pick which one you want to talk about. Let me go ahead and talk about working with brands. So if you want to work with brands, one of my suggestions would be to get familiar with that brand. Like follow their page. Don't don't pitch a brand and not be following their page. They're they're gonna look at that. You wanna be able to pitch yourself and and provide insight on what you know so that you so that they know that you've done some research on them before they want to work with you. I would even suggest trying out their products first. Like don't expect them to just give you something for free if you are the one reaching out to them. Show that you've used their products already on, on your day-to-day basis. And I think that that would go a long way instead of just pitching and then expecting them to want to work with you when you have no experience with what they offer. And you want, you want to be honest. You want to make sure that whatever you're going to be showcasing to your audience is coming from an honest place. So whenever I want to work with brands, I will, I will actually buy their things or maybe something I'm already using if I really like it. And I know that I'm going to be talking about it, or I know my audience is going to be asking me about it. I'm going to see, do they have an affiliate program? Is there a way that I can pitch myself to get a paid brand deal? Like, is there a way that I can work with them in the future? So just make sure that it's honest. Make sure that whatever brand that you want to work with aligns with your why and it aligns with your page so that that way it feels authentic to your audience. Love it. Okay. My final question for you, Shauna, is where do you see yourself in the next year when it comes to your, your brand, your business, everything? Because I'm just looking forward to seeing all of the possibilities for both of us. So where do you see yourself in the next year? Well, in the next year, I'm going to think positive. I'm going to think in an abundance mindset. So in the next year, I would love to replace my salary with my own own shit, girl. Like shit, I'm I'm trying to make my own money. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur to where if I wanted to, I could chuck the deuces to my job and do my own thing. And that, and you got a good gumming job too. Yeah, a good gum. You got a good job, <laughs> Like it's kind of scary to say that, but like I would love to be able to do that. It's like it's, there is nothing better than to work hard for your own thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I be thinking about how hard I be going at my job and like just for other people and and all, all these brands. Like I'm I'm kind of past like working with brand. Like I I will if the opportunity rises, but I would rather work with influencers and I want to see them really thrive when working with brands. I, I want to be able to, you know, do that. Or maybe, I don't know, like maybe have my own agency of some kind, you know, I don't, I don't know what that'll look like, but I just want to see influencers win. I want to be doing my own thing. I want to be able to, you know, really promote myself and feel comfortable doing that and know that I am worth whatever I charge. And you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to be on the next year, girl. Yes, you are. So tell us where we can follow you, what we should be doing. What's the next step for us? Because I know you're going to come back on a podcast probably in another couple of months. Cause I, I'm tired of y'all harassing me on Instagram. I'm like, when's Shauna coming back? <laughs> so you'll be back probably in an, another couple of months to share some more tips. And cause I'm sure things will change even more when it comes to Instagram and just 
business overall. So yeah. what do you want to, what do you want us to do right now to connect with you? Well, right now you can follow me on Instagram at blackvegan, blaq.vegan. And I'm going to tell you a little tip. Like this is, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There might be a username change coming soon. I don't know. I'm going to just throw that out there. But <laughs> but right now it's black vegan, blaq.vegan. I don't think I'm going to change it, but I kind of want to. It's just in my mind. And yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty much the, the number one spot that you can find me. Thank you so much. As always, I appreciate every conversation we have on this podcast and our, off this podcast. I appreciate our friendship. You make me laugh daily. <laughs> it's always just a pleasure. I just appreciate everything. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.